It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Who were the biggest winners from the Cowboys joint practice with the Denver Broncos on Thursday? All that more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are locked on Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every Locked day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, the next time that you and I talk and do a podcast, hmm. we'll be talking about a Cowboys preseason game. How much fun is that? It's crazy just how quickly it, it – we talk about it every single year. You know, like it, it, it suddenly it's training camp. Suddenly we're in the preseason uh, and then – there's like a little lull, right? Like right after the preseason games before the regular season. Uh, but it, then we're fully in it. So we're, we're close guys. I mean, we're going to get some form of close to real football here in 24 hours. That that's going to have yeah. uh, Dallas, Dallas Cowboy uniforms. So uh, I'm can't, excited. Can't wait. So uh, that's going to happen uh, on Saturday. Was it Saturday night? My schedule's all off, but Cowboys will play Saturday night against the Broncos. Um, but maybe the more important Part of this weekend happened on Thursday. Cowboys had a joint practice with the Denver Broncos. A lot of takeaways uh, from that one. And let's first start with this one that I wrote down. CeeDee Lamb, absolute superstar in the practice. I, I watched the broadcast that DallasCowboys.com had multiple touchdowns. Um, he had one long touchdown against Patrick Sertan. I mean, I thought he was a, a superstar in that game. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean the DAC and 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 CD connection is not something that uh, we need to uh, be worried about. It feels like I think at this point we feel like that's solid. That's going to be good. Uh, the question is obviously going to be uh, the ability of 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 
Kellen to kind of scheme him open and find ways to get him open. But, you know, so far they, they didn't seem to have any problems with that against Denver. It's one practice, and we're going to say that, uh, you know, in regards to both the positive and the negatives. It, right? It's one practice, but, uh, but the flip side of this, this is one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you go out there and I think the team, what it was, 16 total team drills or team, you know, sessions they had. CeeDee Lamb had at least five catches in them. I mean, he just torched their secondary. Yeah, and, and they're used to the the uh, the altitude there, so yes. they don't they, they don't have that same excuse. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it certainly is good sign. I mean, not surprising, but yes, no, it's no, no. another uh, another required uh, prerequisite to getting into the season and having a dominant receiving uh, a force in, in CeeDee Lamb. Another hurdle has been cleared on their way to that. And I honestly don't feel like we need to spend a lot of time on this. It's just he dominated, right? I mean, he he was fantastic, and that's exactly what the Cowboys need. Like we were, we weren't nervous about this. We were, we just needed to see CD take the next yep. step. And it seems like he's well on his way to doing it. Uh, all right, the other topic that I wanted to get to, the pressing one, uh, was Micah Parsons. So we've been talking about Micah Parsons the last couple of days, kind of wrecking practice and just being dominant, but that's been against the Cowboys offensive line. And there's been some concern. Hey, maybe he's just beating up on Terrence Steele, blah, 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 blah. He goes to the Denver Bronco practice, the joint practice and absolutely dominates. I know Benjamin Albright who covers the Denver Broncos said it was clear. He was the best player in the field. He won almost every single rep, just more of the same from Micah. Yeah, uh, not surprising again, just uh, com- confirming what we all thought. Um, so there isn't a ton to say here other than that's not surprising you know, that, that Micah Parsons came up and destroyed their camp too. Uh, I think it just, again, it, you, you, this would be called a drum beat if it wasn't you know, a, a, cor- a, a drum line uh, yeah, with, with yeah. Micah Parsons at this point. So uh, I'm not surprised. I think, I, I, I obviously, I guess I would be surprised if he hadn't done that in, in practice. Yeah, I mean... If he didn't beat Calvin Austin or Calvin Anderson, I think is the right yeah. tackle over and over again, I would be a little bit like, huh, was he struggling with the altitude or was it just a bad day? Nope. He did exactly what Michael Parsons has been yep. doing all camp. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All day. So yeah, the, nothing, nothing to worry about, but if the Cowboys want to be a playoff team this year, they're really going to need their stars to play like stars, right? Like yep. that's, that's kind of what I've come to. The depth just isn't as good as it was last year. You've lost a bunch of depth in free agency and trades, um, so you need guys like CeeDee Lamb and Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs and Dak Prescott to play like stars. It seems like, I mean, those three, Dak, CeeDee, and Parsons, who all practiced yesterday, did. Great dudes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're just con- kind of confirming the best parts of this team that are very good. That's that's always good to hear. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got some injury updates to, to get through. But before we do that, I want to tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the actions happening right now. Uh, bet online, where the game starts. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. 
Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right. A few injury updates. Uh, Ian Bunting, a tight end, um, hurt his leg, uh, was carted off the field. I saw today a report that the Cowboys don't believe it's serious. John Ridgway, their rookie defensive tackle, uh, had some kind of leg injury, went down. Uh, he was helped off the field. Haven't heard anything there. And then the one that did surprise me a little bit, and I was only saw it because I was reading DallasCowboys.com this morning. Uh, Tyron Smith um, had some kind of limp, limped off the field at the very end of practice. I didn't see him practicing much anyways, so I wonder if the Cowboys were kind of being careful there. Um, but any thoughts on the injuries? Yeah, the Tyron Smith thing is new to me. I, mean, I, I actually yeah. didn't hear about that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I did notice that he wasn't practicing very much at all in fact i didn't, don't think i noticed him in any reps honestly he, he uh, was in pads and stuff but i don't yeah. i didn't see him in a team drill so maybe it was one of those things where hey he got his foot stepped on or whatever but it, when it's when it's smith it's something that we're always cautious about right absolutely sure yeah i mean it's, it just got to be careful there right especially with with kind of the uncertainty at the swing tackle position uh, you definitely want to. Oh, I'm pretty mix. certain what's going to happen at the swing tackle. But <laughs> yeah, I'll feel great about it. <laughs> well, that's that may be true. Um, yeah, I, I think Ridgeway. I'd like to know what's going on there. Um, Bunting obviously is a down roster tight end. I mean, practice squad guy. Yeah. You, you don't don't want to see anybody injured. But if you're going to yeah. have somebody get injured, down roster tight ends are okay. Uh, Ridgeway, I, I would like to see. Yeah, we'll something. See. Yeah, please. I, I, the the fact that we haven't heard anything makes me think that maybe it's not super serious because i tend to agree yeah if it's if it's something big we probably would have heard last night or early this morning um Mm -hmm. but we'll keep you guys updated with uh, all that information let's talk about the offensive line because that's really the story here by all accounts whether you're reading the cowboys beat reporters the bronco beat reporters you're watching the feed online seems like the cowboys offensive line struggled and that could be because uh, Tyron Smith was out. Could be because Connor McGovern started. Josh Ball did not play particularly well. Terrence Steele didn't have a great day. Again, are you concerned about this offensive line? I think Terrence Steele actually did have a good day, honestly. Okay. And and um, I'm not I'm not necessarily more concerned I was than I was yesterday because uh, I mean the weird the weird thing is I don't know if you noticed but they were really rotating in their offensive linemen. Like I, I would. I would say that the times that I noticed where Smith was in instead of McGovern and 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 uh, Zach Martin was in it at the other guard and they had like some semblance of the starting offensive line, whether Tyron Smith was in there or not. Like basically three projected starters, right, or more. Yeah, when those guys were in, they seemed fine. Like there were th- that's when Dak had time to kind of go through his progressions, throw the ball down the field, you know. It wasn't just coincidence that when Connor McGovern was in there, 
that he that they got beat inside quickly by uh, Draymond Jones uh, early on in practice. So it's a, I think yeah, if you watch the early part of those team drills, they had Connor McGovern in. I'm pretty sure Josh Ball was playing tackle. Uh, you know, it, it didn't look as good. But I think the guys that you actually are projecting to be your starters, they looked okay. I mean, I think Terrence Steele looked pretty good considering who he was going against. Uh, and and I think that, you know, Tyron, uh, Tyler Smith, sorry, uh, you know, held up well, very well when he was in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not great. Like, you'd obviously like to see all these guys playing great all the time. But I, I think that, you know, they they had some they're, – they're still trying to work out these younger guys. And I mean, even beyond that, too, like, they had uh, – not even just Connor McGovern. I'm going to use my my uh, roster thing. But they also had uh, Braylon Jones rotating yeah. in at center. Um, and they had a couple other guys that were, like, more down, down roster folks uh, kind of working with the first teams and the ones. So – uh, it wasn't a great day. I mean, there's no way around that. I mean, overall, I wouldn't say it was a great day, but the times when they had the guys who I actually expect to start on Sunday were in, mm-hmm. um, they looked fine. It, it's just, you know, there was an easy, there was a big win early against the first team offensive line where, like I said, Draymond Jones got quickly inside of Connor McGovern and, and, and sacked Dak. Um, there were some times against the run where where guys weren't getting the push that they needed well, to. And that was the next thing I was going to ask you is it just seemed like they were having a lot of problems running the ball. And that's one of my fears was with a new look offensive line, like not having Lyle Collins at right tackle, uh, moving on from Connor Williams at left guard. Like, are they going to struggle to run the ball early in the season? I actually, I mean, the two, the two guys you mentioned there, like, look, you can say a lot about Terrence Steele, but I don't think Terrence Steele is like a downgrade as a run blocker, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I mean, I mean, not a huge downgrade. I think Terrence Steele is a good run blocker. I think where he's got to develop more to be like Lale is as a pass protector. And and Tyler Smith, like, he's automatically an upgrade on Connor Williams in the run game. Now, Connor right? McGovern and, is not. Connor McGovern. No, Connor McGovern is more of the same, right? It's yeah. just, I mean, th- th- that's why they couldn't decide between the two Connors because they're kind of similar. I would say that Connor McGovern may be more powerful than Connor Williams initially, right? Connor Williams yeah. has, has got some some good speed and quickness to him that Connor McGovern doesn't have. I think that Tyler Smith kind of has a little bit of both, and yep. he's stronger than Connor McGovern. The, the the problem with Tyler Smith is just still kind of continuing to feel comfortable with the playbook and learning, you know. Uh, but I think if once we get Tyler Smith in there, like he's moving people off the ball like that. I, th- I think the run game will solve itself quicker than the pass protection stuff, which, you know, is is actually kind of harder to learn. I think We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Ninety three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. The other thing we should talk about is the defense uh, for the Cowboys because it seemed like, again, it, it's so hard to make takeaways from like 10 reps in practice. And that's why you should take all of this with a grain of salt. You really should. But the Cowboys struggled a little bit to stop the run. And that could be because, you know, Ridgeway did get hurt. Um, they were playing Micah Parsons more at the edge. But this is the one concern that I do have about their defenses. If teams want to just run the ball on them, 
I'm not sure they have the answers there. What do you think? I don't think we know yet. You know, honestly, all of us are basing how the defense did uh, based on either secondhand accounts from beat writers who were sitting upwards of 60 yards away from the plays that were happening. On well, that I, I just mean in general, because I'm not sure like from last season, like the 49er game to now that they've done a ton to upgrade the run defense yet. And maybe Anthony Barr will help a little bit because he's a little bit bigger and can take on blocks. And it's just I still worry about the interior guys holding up against the run. Well, I think the improvement didn't come from adding players. I mean, they added John Ridgway, and I think he will help. But I, I think an improvement came from guys like Gallimore and, and Osa becoming stronger and becoming better players. Um, and, you know, you add add in Barr as just another bigger linebacker, but you also still have Leighton Van Der Esch. You know, you're not necessarily wrong. We haven't seen any proof of improvement there yet. Uh, but I also, I mean, we haven't seen any proof of anything yet. So right. um, I, I think that's the thing is that, honestly, the offensive uh, takeaways, I think, are uh, are easy to kind are easier to kind of digest because we got a lot more footage of it on the stream that was live. We got a lot more commentary from our folks that were kind of sitting down there. I mean, anybody who watched the stream and saw what they were, what the, the people that were there were seeing from the defensive realized they were so far away that it's, it's hard to tell what's going on. And, 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 you know, the idea that they were giving up big runs when no one's being taken to the ground and all running backs always run to the end zone at the end of every single right, play. Right. right. It, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to decipher exactly how good or bad the run defense. That, that will be one oh. thing I'm watching during the preseason game. Cause I think, yeah. I mean, we'll That's, actually see some live contact and some yeah. live tackling Yeah, I'm not going to panic if it looks really bad, especially if players like Micah Parsons don't play, which I don't expect them to. Right. But yeah. I want to see like, how do some of these defensive tackles like a Ridgeway or a Tristan Hill hold up. or a yeah. Gallimore, like how do they hold up? Are, are they getting dominated at the point of attack? If they are, I probably will be a little bit more concerned. Yeah, I, I I think that's that's fair. Uh, I, I think at this point we it's hard to truly judge how the run game on offense and how the run game in the defense yeah. uh, is going to be in the regular season without seeing full speed. Yes, actually, true full speed reps, not not training camp all pads where they're touching them up. Like it, it requires full speed to kind of see that level of actual true physicality that's involved in the. And I, I do think they have options, by the way. Like, if their run defense is really bad early in the season or in the preseason, like, they could probably yeah. play more Terrell Basham as a right defensive end, right? Give them a little bit more size. They could probably play Chauncey Golston as, like, an oversized defensive end. Now, you're you're trading off some pass rush help, right, when you do that. But I, it, if they struggle in the preseason, I'm not going to be pushing the panic button right away. I, I might just do it on Twitter just because I like to do it, but I'm not – Gonna be super concerned about it. Got to watch that McCool Mosier line, right? Yeah, uh, got to make sure that they're not beneath that line where where run defense is so bad that it becomes the most pressing issue on yes. the team. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that that's, you know, I don't know that we're there, you know. Um, and and honestly, I think the Cowboys just kind of ran into a buzzsaw last year with with San Francisco and how their run game was really cooking at the time they played them so uh, uh yeah we've got a lot to still find out about the cowboys run defense yeah uh just a couple other little notes that i saw actually you know what's the, the most helpful from this is i tried like i created a uh, a list that was only bronco beat writers 
because that, that, I want to see what they think about the Cowboys players because this, this is the first time they've seen them. And one of the things that was like a consensus is they were all shocked at how explosive Sam Williams was. Like they just could not believe how quick he was off the line of scrimmage. I thought that was interesting. Uh, I saw a couple of beat reporters thought Noah Brown had a good day. Any other kind of little notes that you saw? I will add that after all the talk that we've been having about these wide receivers not having, you know, not dropping, not dropping the ball, not having a bad day. Fahoku had a couple drops, I think, yesterday. Uh, Tolbert had at least one big drop that he would like to have back. But I thought Tolbert outside of that had a really nice practice. Uh, Noah Brown just continues, just is still going, um, you know, and then did – I mean, t- for Noah Brown to have the day he did against that secondary again, um, that that's something I think you can take away, that that's, yeah. that's a positive sign. So uh, I think the wide receivers overall had a pretty decent day. Um, but I think a couple of them uh, slipped a little bit when they have been pretty consistently yes. tight, you know, f- throughout yes. the last few weeks. Uh, we just have a couple of minutes before we go. Is there just one or two players that you're really interested to see in the preseason game uh, on Saturday? Because we know the starters for the most part aren't going to play. I would expect Tyler Smith to play. Yeah. What do you think? A couple series probably. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to see some extended looks at him. Um, I, I think, you know, um, I'm interested to see just, you know, the guy that I feel like I need to get a better grip of on. And I think that that's going to come through seeing him in a preseason game against, you know, with some all 22, maybe some end zone angles is Tyler Biotish. You know, I, I feels like there's times when I see him doing really good stuff. And then there's times when something happened and it happened in the middle of the offensive line. And I can't tell if that's yeah. Con- Connor McGovern or if it's Tyler Biotish or if it's Tyler Smith or, heaven forbid, Zach Martin, um, you know, I, so I think that that's another guy that I'm really interested to kind of see, you know, a lot of the interior guys like Osa and, yeah. and, and uh, you know, the defensive tackle guys too. It's just, it's, it's easier in full speed, full contact with, with actual better angles to see what those guys, how those guys are doing. Um, so I'm interested to see a lot of the kind of interior offensive and defensive line play simply because you'll get better angles, you'll get better reps, yep. you'll get better opportunities, see how they're doing. And I want to see the two tight ends, Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot. Like there's just something about seeing those guys in pads in live contact where, how do they look as blockers? Does it, do they need to get a lot stronger? How do they, how do they operate in open field when they catch, you know, a little PA boot, right? Can they quickly get up the field and make the first guy miss? Like, I just want to see those two tight ends. I want to see like, is it possible that Jake Ferguson could have a role this year or, is he going to be more relegated to be like the third or fourth tight end on the team? Just two guys that I'm going to be keeping an eye on because I expect both of them to play a good chunk of snaps in this one. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, Ferguson missed some time, obviously, because of the hamstring situation. So I would not at all be surprised to see them really, you know, give him a, a nice load on Saturday because they, they want to just see him go out there and see what he can do. So. Uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've kind of reached the other, the other thing to kind of mark here, right. Is that, Yesterday's practice sort of uh, uh, was the end of install and the beginning mm-hmm. of, of purely competitive uh, showing what you got uh, kind of aspect of training camp. So uh, look for the competition across the board, not only in these games, but in these practices start to ratchet up uh, as guys that are in competition for ba- uh, positions yep. uh, start to make their move. 
I, I we are getting back into the rhythm of this game preview stuff, and I almost asked you for a score prediction, but <laughs> I felt like that was inappropriate for a preseason. Yeah, game. yeah, probably so. <laughs> uh, but having, since you asked, I'm gonna say uh, 28 to Jeez, six scoring. I don't know. It's <laughs> I, I, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Uh, who cares? <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be back here on Monday to, to break it all down. So the winners and losers, we'll talk about the Cowboys rookies because I fully expect, as we mentioned, Tyler Smith to play a bunch. Sam Williams will probably be on the field a bunch. We'll see about Jalen Tolbert and how much he plays, uh, but should be, should be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to fantasy, the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast by the intellectual fantasy expert Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube, Locked On Cowboys over there. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game. We'll see you guys next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.